This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 126. And the quote of the day is, when you finally decide exactly how your life is going to be and who you're going to be, you become unstoppable. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers and industry professionals. Information, education, and motivation for drumming and beyond. What's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here with another session of the Drummer's Resource Podcast. And speaking of becoming unstoppable and figuring out who you're going to be, sometimes, you know, we get a little stuck doing that. And sometimes we need to get some help to figure out not necessarily who we want to be, but how we're going to get there and what steps need to be taken to say, you know, get that gig or get that tour or just sort of get out of that rut And I can help you with that. I do some coaching on the side. I limit it to a select few. But if you're interested and you want to hear more about this and want me as your your one-on-one accountability partner and and one-on-one coach and mentor, hit me up at coaching at drummersresource.com and we'll set up a a little Skype call to sort of see where you're at, see where you want to go and how to get you there and uh, see if we're we're a good fit to work with each other. So coaching at drummersresource.com if you're interested in that. Now, the interview that I have today is Hal Elrod, and Hal wrote a book called The Miracle Morning, and The Miracle Morning is a way to transform your life all before 8 a.m., and I heard about this book, and I said, yeah, right, because I'm a musician, and I go to bed at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I get up at noon, and that's just the way it is. I'm not a morning guy. Well, that was months ago, and I read his book, and now I get up at 5.15, And, you know, when I'm not playing or anything like that, but I get up at 515. I have a whole morning routine now that has completely transformed my life. And I really wanted to get Hal on here to talk about his book, to talk about his philosophies. And I want you to know where this guy is coming from. I mean, he was he was clinically dead at a point in his life and uh, after a horrific car accident. And we're going to talk all about that, too. And his book. The Miracle Morning completely, like I said, changed my life. So I think that he has some great knowledge that can help change your life as well, help you develop a routine. And success principles state that the most successful people in the world have some sort of morning routine, and we're going to get all into that. So let's get into this interview with Hal Elrod. Hal, what's happening, my man? Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Nick, I'm fired up to be here, man. Absolutely. This is this is great, and I, the reason why I wanted to have you on the show so bad was because I'm in love with your book, and we're going to get into your book, but first, you have a really, really crazy story that I want to talk about first, and you got hit by a drunk driver head-on, and I, I, I want to talk about that right from the gate because that's I think it's an amazing story uh, you talk about it in your book, but I'd love to hear you express it in words. Yeah, it's it's one of those things you think would never, you know, never happens to you hit head on by a drunk driver. It's like you see it on the news, you know, you change the channel, you kind of feel bad for the person for a minute, but uh, you move on. And, and for me, it was I was 20 years old, I just bought a brand new Ford Mustang. So it's kind of my first new car, how that new car smells still it was literally, I believe, three weeks old when I uh, had the incident. And I had given a speech at a, a conference one night driving home after giving the speech. My Ford Mustang was hit head on by a drunk driver on the freeway going, you know, both of us were doing 70 miles an hour and our cars hit 
head on, not directly in the middle, a little bit off center where the two driver's sides hit each other head on. It sent my car spinning and the worst was yet to come. The car behind me crashed into my door at 70 miles an hour and crushed the left side of my body, breaking 11 bones. And um, I broke my pelvis, my leg, my arm, my punctured my lung, ruptured my spleen. And an hour later, when they finally, they being the paramedics, the rescue crews, when they were able to get me out of the car, I, I was in the car trapped, and it took them an hour to cut the top off. And when they did, I actually bled to death. And I was clinically dead for approximately six minutes and uh, rushed to the hospital, spent six days in a coma. And when I came out of the coma, it was to face this, like, just unimaginable reality. Um, part of that being the doctor's prognosis saying that uh, I have permanent brain damage and not only do I have 11 broken bones, permanent brain damage, and I would potentially never walk again. Wow. So, um, so yeah, that was the, you know, that was, that was the reality that I was, I was faced with. That is insane. And you were 20 years old. Uh, yeah, I was 20. Yes. So for most people at 20 years old, if that happens to them, I think that a lot of people would just sort of give up and be like, okay, my life is, is not over, but it's it's going to be bad for the rest of my life. But you, on the other hand, do a complete 180, flip it around. You're a number one best-selling author now. You're you're a speaker. I know that you travel all over the place speaking and everything. And you've written this book called The Miracle Morning, the not-so-obvious secret guaranteed to transform your life before 8 a.m. So let's talk about The Miracle Morning and the inspiration behind it. Yeah, it's Kind of like the car accident. It wasn't something that I planned on. Honestly, it wasn't where I sat down and I thought I want to write a book. It was, uh, and also like the car accident, it was a really low point in my life. Um, in fact, I call it my kind of my second rock bottom. And it was the 2007, 2008 economic crash that kind of led to this where I had just hit hall of fame with my company. So I moved on from that and I started my own business. I was a success coach, a speaker, wrote my first book and bought up my first new house. Like, so life at this time when the economy crashed, like, like it was for most people, at least Americans, it was like, it was going great. You know, mm-hmm. for most people, the economy's booming, housing market's booming. And when the economy crashed, it impacted me very directly. I lost over half of my clients and I lost over half of my income. I couldn't pay my mortgage. And as a result, I stopped exercising. I got deeply depressed and I, I went from being debt free to $53,000 on my credit card. So really this was the most depressed I had ever been in my life. And uh, to keep really, you know, this is a long story, slightly less long. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a conversation with a good friend of mine, John Berghoff. I called John. I said, John, dude, I, I haven't told anybody this, but man, we're losing the house. Uh, I'm in debt. I don't know what to do. Please help me. Like, how can I turn my, my business around and make some money? Right. John's a real smart business guy. And he goes, are you exercising every day? And I go, what the hell does that have to do with anything I just told you? Like, dude, I told you I need money. I don't need to get fit. Right. He said, "Pal, if you want to be, if you want to take your turn your life around, he said, go for a run every morning and listen to a business audiobook while you're on that run, and then run home and put that put whatever you learn into practice while you're in a peak physical, mental, and emotional state." And I was like, "I thought you were going to tell me to like put up a website or come right. on, you know, like, right. it's a business so, strategy or some yeah, marketing advice." Like, that's what I like. Literally, was like, "Okay, like, this guy's. I'm calling my my smartest business friend for the business strategy." And I go, John, I hate running. And he, without hesitation, he goes, what do you hate worse, running or your circumstance that you just described? And I was like, all right. 
screw you. Okay, I'll go for a run. <laughs> I got to go. I got to run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to run. And so the next morning I went for a run. And that run, I heard a quote from Jim Rohn. And I'll, I'll, Nick, I'll share this with your audience because this quote is it's what gave it was the catalyst that kind of put into motion not only turning my life around faster than I ever thought possible, but but also the miracle morning itself. Jim Rohn said, your level of success will seldom exceed your level of personal development. Mm -hmm. Work and on work on your work on yourself more than you work on yourself than you do on your business or whatever, right? So, you know, and there's a bunch of ways of saying it, right? You know, sure. Your life won't improve until you improve, you know, da, da, da. So, but in that moment, it hits me. And I think for anybody, if you think about it, this is true for all of us. In that moment, I realized I'm not dedicating time every day to my personal development at the level that I need to, to become the person that I need to be and create the success I want in my life. Because mm -hmm. if I was doing that, I'd already be there. I'd have it, right? Right. And so my, my idea is I think, wait a minute, what if I go home and I just do a little bit of Google searching and I do some research and find out what do the world's most successful people do every day for personal development? Mm -hmm. And I thought... And I, then I could find like the best practice and do it every day. So I run home, I do this research, and at the end of my hour of you know scouring the internet for what do the world's most successful people do for personal development, I come up with a list of six. And I'm going, okay, I, I really I can't say that one any one of these six is better than the other because it just depends on who you who you talk to. Sure. One person says meditation was the key. You know, I mean, in fact, billionaire Ray Dalio said that medication, meditation, medication, <laughs> meditation is, uh, was the number one key for his financial, or no, geez, his, yeah, no, no, that was right. His financial success. Sorry. It's been a long day, dude. I, I'm, it's all good. <laughs> mediocre evening, miracle morning. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so his number one key to his financial success. And I'm thinking, I thought meditation was like a woo woo spiritual religious practice, not you know, like a business strategy. And right. then I find articles on CEOs that do the same thing. And so essentially these six practices, they're all equally compelling. And so I can't find one that's better than the other. And that's when I had the epiphany. I went, wait a minute. What if rather than pick one or two of these, what if I did all of these? What if I created like the ultimate personal development, uh, you know, ritual that I did with all six of these 10 minutes each for an hour? And so I wake up the next morning, I go through all six, I'm, and I'm, I'm new to most of them, I'm not good at them, mm -hmm. but I go through all six, and that was the morning my entire life changed. I went, wow, the way I feel right now, like an hour later, even though my life was a mess, mm -hmm. I had never felt so you know, motivated and inspired and encouraged and focused and confident. I wasn't depressed. I thought I could do anything. If I start every day like this, there's nothing I can't accomplish. Mm -hmm. And so it, to, to, to kind of wrap a, a bow on the story, it was less than two months later, my life changed so fast and so profoundly, I started calling it my miracle morning. It wasn't going to be a book. It was just my thing. Right. And I more than doubled my income. I went from being in the worst shape of my life physically to running a 52-mile ultra marathon. Nice. And last but not least, my depression went away on day one. And and again, it you know, again, the, it's a long story about, right, it became a book, and now it's changing, you know, the lives of all these people and all that. But that's essentially how it came to how it came to be. That's awesome. So let's talk about the six, which you have an acronym SAVERS. So let's uh, let's go through the six of them. Yeah, I will. And I, I'll start with a disclaimer, which is when I first had this list of six in front of me, I was, you know, you know, we all like our society. We want new. We want cutting edge. Right. Right. And like the newest, the fastest, the best. And, and I'm like, wait a minute, these are like boring. These are practices that have been around since, you know, centuries before I was born. And then I go, wait a minute, this is what the world's most successful people since before I was born have done to right. be successful, you know? And, uh, and so 
the the six practices the first the s is for silence so again the benefits of meditation you do you can spend five minutes googling successful people that meditate and you find that you're like whoa i didn't know that some of the world's most successful ceos millionaires billionaires like ray dalio swear by meditation i think now, there was a i i think i quoted this the other day in another podcast but i think it was tim ferris said that like 85 percent of the people who he's interviewed meditate or some, it was like some staggering number that, you know, at least 80, 85% of the, of the most successful people. Yeah, in the you're world right. No, I think I meditate. heard that too. I think I heard that yeah. too. And I know like, yeah, on his podcast, he asks every single person, what's your morning ritual? You know, like he's, mm-hmm. he's a big fan of that. Um, but, uh, 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 Oh yeah. I have brain damage. Just remind me, where was I? Savers. Yes. Savers. There we go. All right. Um, I, damn it. I created the acronym so I'd remember it, you know, <laughs> to make these practices memorable. So the, the S is for silence. And for some of you, by the way, that can be prayer. So for me, it's a combination of both. So mm-hmm. for some people, their silence is their meditation or it's their prayer. Or like I said, it's, it's, it's a little bit of both. Right. Um, so that starts your day, you know, calm. You literally, you lower your cortisol levels, your stress goes down, you're more centered, you can think clearer, et cetera. So that's how you start the day. Then the A is for affirmations. And I got to go on a quick soapbox on affirmations affirmations um they've been taught like most affirmations have a bad rap because of the way they've been taught for you know i don't know how long but like decades. the steward smalley yeah so there's the steward smalley like the, the silliness of talking to yourself and it feels awkward that's one problem but the, the two biggest problems if you go you know just even to this day a lot of self-help gurus um and even people that i like i respect their lessons i learn from them, but this one area they teach you to either one of two things one of two strategies for affirmations number one lie to yourself right. like if you want to be something that you're not just say you're already that thing until you convince yourself of it right right, right. and you're we're intelligent people our subconscious is like you go i'm a millionaire it's like bullshit you're like, I'm a millionaire. It's, and it's like, dude, you're not even a thousandaire. Like, Your brain's right? like, I know you're not a billionaire. <laughs> Who are you yeah, trying to yeah, fool? Yeah, exactly. So you, you're, the truth will always prevail, right? Simply put. Right. So that's the first problem with the, those affirmations. That's never ideal to try to lie and trick yourself. The right. second way they've been taught is this passive flowery language. Here's a really popular money affirmation. Mm-hmm. Money flows to me effortlessly and in abundance. Right. Right. No, it doesn't. Like you got to go out there and add value to the world, to the marketplace. You got to hustle for money to flow to you, right? You got to, you got to contribute something. So, but you think about. So I want to, and I apologize for for interrupting you. No, go ahead. um, So I want to hit the pause button for one second. Let's talk about before you get into your thoughts on affirmations. Let's talk about what affirmations are, because some people may say, "What? I don't know exactly what what they mean by affirmations." Yeah, well, and this the great question, and this is kind of where you'll see there they could be different things depending on how you use them. But mm-hmm. essentially, the, the the fundamental definition is an affirmation is a statement of something that you want to be. That's right. how you affirm something. I'm sorry, something that is or that you want to be. So you could affirm something that is true, like I love my wife. I love my wife. I, you know, remind yourself just just to reinforce it and really feel. It's one thing to know something intellectually. It's a different thing to feel it. So the, mm-hmm. the feeling of the affirmation. So, so an affirmation is just a statement of something that you that is or that you want to be. Typically, it's that you want to be. Mm-hmm. So the way affirmations have been taught, right, in the way of visualize or affirm something that you don't have yet but that you want, that's one way. The other is saying something that you want is coming into your life almost passively and automatically. And the problem with that is that's, again, that's not how it works. So the way that I teach affirmations in the Miracle Morning book, and this is the one thread through all of the savers that's different 
in this book. And I think that's actually why the Miracle Morning and the Savers have really caught on is because of these two factors. I, I focused on making all of them very practical. So mm -hmm. demystifying meditation, demystifying visualization, et cetera. Right. And then number two, they all had to be actionable and goal-oriented, results-oriented. Mm -hmm. So the, the idea of money flows to me effortlessly, that actually proves that you trick yourself into thinking that the money is going to flow to you, and then you lose the, the, the realization, the reality check that, dude, i got to actually do something, right? Right, right. You're tricking yourself. So the way that I teach affirmations in the Miracle Morning, instead of saying I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, or millions of dollars are flowing to me effortlessly, an example of the Miracle Morning affirmation, it's start with what, what you want. I want to and am committed to being a millionaire, right? Mm -hmm. Then it's why is that important to you? So it's I want a life of freedom where I can, you know, I can work two days a week or I can travel the world or I can, you know, do philanthropy or whatever. So why? What's your driving reason? Then you've got to clarify what do you have to do and when will you commit to doing it in order to virtually guarantee that outcome? Mm -hmm. So the affirmation then says, I am committed to waking up every day at 8 a.m. and doing X, Y, Z, right, until 9 a.m., five days a week, because, you know, so now your affirmation isn't programming your subconscious with fantasy, but it's touching the reality of what you want, why you want it, and what you're committed to doing to get it. And so that spreads all the, the Miracle Morning practices, all the savers kind of follow that same aspect. So I won't go into as much detail on each one, but I want to use that as an example of how you kind of see okay. how they'd apply. So the V is for visualization. And just like affirmations, it's been taught over the years to visualize your perfect outcome, but you trick your subconscious into thinking that that outcome's going to happen almost with or without your effort. Right. So I teach how do you visualize the activity you need to do, especially those you don't like doing that you procrastinate on. See yourself doing it each day so that the vision is so compelling it gets you to take the action. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to go, if you want to lose 20 pounds, imagine yourself at the gym, like feeling good at the gym and, and, exactly. and working yeah, out like rather was, than just like standing in the mirror with this buff picture, body. And, yeah, looking at a vision board with some perfect body and you're like, yeah, that's what I'm going to have someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm starving. Let me go, right? Right. You know, so, so yeah, it's really about getting yourself into the action that you need to take. And I'll give you a perfect example. When I was right, so I'm not a writer, mm -hmm. right? Meaning it's not easy for me. I'm a writer and that I write, people read it, but it's not easy for me, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm a speaker. You could probably tell I'm long-winded. I'm a speaker by nature. I can just talk. That's easy. There's no fear. There's no hesitation. I, I'm usually not at a loss of what to say, but I sit down in front of a computer to write the Miracle Morning book and I'm going, oh, what am I going to write? Then self-doubt and fear is, get, you know, going, ah, what if... Who am I to write this book? I didn't invent Waking Up Early. I didn't invent these practices, right? All these things. Right. So for me, I visualize two things. First, I see the end result. You want to see yourself looking the way you want to look so you can create that belief as possible. So I'd see myself with my book in hands. I would see the cover of it. I'd see other people reading it and the expression on their face that it was changing their life. I'd see them sharing it with a friend. So that was the first half of the visualization. You do start with the end result, but you can't end it there or it's counterproductive. Right. The second half of visualization, I saw myself at my computer typing it like, you know, like a maniac with a look on my face of determination and confidence that the words were flowing. And the point is that your visualization, you want to create the emotion inside you that's so compelling that you, you immediately want to open your eyes and take the action that you're that you're visualizing that without the visualization you might normally resist because it's not easy for you you don't enjoy it but visualizing it you can make that a reality before it becomes a reality mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. makes total oh. sense all right yeah I was gonna, oh, there's a few more errs so <laughs> the e is for exercise uh and you don't have to give up your you know your gym workout in the afternoon but the idea is 
first thing in the morning, the benefits of getting your heart rate up, getting your blood, you know, flowing air, oxygen to your brain, releasing endorphins, they're so impactful to the rest of your day. Even Robert Kiyosaki, I told you, I think we mentioned this, Robert Kiyosaki is a big fan of the Miracle Morning. He's read it. He does it every day. He, does, he said he does all of the savers. And for exercise, he does three minutes. He goes, I still go to the gym in the afternoon, mm -hmm. but I like to get those three minutes of, you know, just getting the heart rate up. And then when I sit down to do work or meditation or anything, right, my, I, I'm like my, I'm thinking a lot clearer. My energy is a lot higher, right? right. Sure. The R in savers is for reading, you know, and as long as you're not reading like, you know, romance novels, nothing against those, but they're probably not going to get you where you want to go. Right. Right. I'm talking about like, uh, Facebook and <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Kidding. Yeah. Harry Potter, 50 shades of gray, <laughs> right. right. Read the books in alignment with your goals. Right. And then the final S is scribing, which is a fancy word for writing or specifically journaling. Mm -hmm. So my favorite journal is called five minute journal. It's an app on my phone. You can also you know buy a hardcover version. I got it but right next my, to me. Oh, you've got, yeah. 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 I mean, it seems like everybody's got one. Um, but yeah, five minute journal is a fantastic form of scribing. Uh, there's also a new book out by Claudia Altucher called, uh, becoming an idea machine. And it's where every day you write down 10 ideas on one of like 180 different topics. There's a prompt each day and it's like building your idea muscle. So that's a really neat form of scribing as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so to wrap another, a bow on this, the, any successful person, you'd be hard pressed to find someone that's highly successful that doesn't at least do one of those. And Robert Kiyosaki, this is what he said. He said, before the Miracle Morning Hell, no one I've ever, I had never seen anyone that was doing all six of these. And he said, now it's a part of my day every single day. And he went on to say, doing the savers is like adding rocket fuel to my mind, body, and spirit. That's why I do them every day. Hmm. So when you do all six practices, you're combining the best of the best of the best. And that's why I think, you know, myself and other people see such profound results. Sure. So now I know that the listeners are probably hearing this and they're probably saying, okay, that's all, that's all fine and good. It works for you. It's never going to work for me. And so let me tell you my experience with the book, yeah, if you don't please, mind. So, please. so I'm a professional musician, have been since I was 15. I'm 34. I almost said I was 32. I'm 34 now. <laughs> and my, um, you know, my lifestyle is go to bed at 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, get up at 10, 11, noon, sometimes 1, 2 o'clock. I've always been a night guy. Uh, right. You know, when I was younger, I bartended. So I've always been a night out, always slept in. And so I uh, I wanted to, I started two businesses at the same time and really wanted to get focused. And I was like, you know what, I, re I really want to start getting up earlier. And I was listening to a lot of uh, of Eric Thomas, the the hip hop preacher. I love him. I, yeah, and he's like, he's a maniac. He's like, I get up at three o'clock in the morning, and I was like, well, I go to bed at three o'clock, so that's probably not going to happen. But I, what I started to do, I rather than getting up at eight, I started getting up at like seven forty five, and then seven thirty, and seven fifteen, and. For a little while, I was getting up early. I was getting up at like 5.30 in the morning, and I was going and practicing, and then that lasted not very long. So I went back into my old ways. And okay. uh, somebody – oh, Pat Flynn said something on Twitter and hashtagged it Miracle Morning, and I was like <laughs> – Yeah. And I'm like – Amen to Pat. Appreciate Pat. And I'm like – Miracle morning. I was like, what are, what is that? Went and like, and or I saw it like two or three times. I Googled it. Miracle morning, found your book. Boom. I get it in the mail. I read the whole thing in a day. And so I was like, that's it. I'm going to start this routine tomorrow and I'm going to just see if I can do it for five days. Right. Yeah. I did it for 95 days in a row. Never missed a day. 
I missed about wow, dude. after that. I missed about four or five days, and I would say in the last year and a half, I've missed a total of about a week, maybe a total of seven, maybe eight days. And I get up every morning between five fifteen and five thirty every single day. And dude, Nick, that's one of the greatest testimonials I've ever heard. We got to get you in the you know next edition of the book or something man I, I, that's and that's the god's honest truth man i get up i go through my savers i got and I, I just started writing in the five minute journal maybe about 40 days ago or something like that so that's part of my scribing the only thing i don't do is that i do right as soon as i do my whole miracle morning i go right to the gym so i don't do any exercising like as part of that i mean yeah. it is part of it but i don't do it right in that sequential order but um but yeah man, and it's like everything has changed my business has changed my health has changed i i like my outlook has changed. Uh, just everything in my life has changed because of the book. So, wow, wow, yeah. man! Thank so, you for sharing that, dude. That's I yeah. didn't know to that extent. That that's that's incredible. That's why I wanted to have you on the podcast. Got it. Like that, it makes sense now. I get it. <laughs> so for for the listeners out there, and the re- the real reason why I wanted to share that is because this book has had such a positive impact on my life, and I know that it's it's especially. It's uh, for me. It's especially important to share it with the audience because of my lifestyle. Like I was never a get up early guy. You know, I yeah. was never, I was never like a oh I'm gonna get up and get things. Uh, that just wasn't me. And now that's totally me. And I preach it all the time now because it's had such a such an amazing impact and change on on my life. So I want to urge all of the listeners to go out there and pick up a copy of the Miracle Morning. Where's the best place to get it? Um, uh, best place to get it is Amazon. You can get it, you know, if you go to Amazon, you can right there, get paperback, you can Kindle, you can get audiobook. Um, it is also on, uh, iBooks. If somebody's an Apple, you know, mm-hmm. iPad or, or iPhone user. Okay. Um, yeah, man. So that's, that's where you can, uh, you can get the book, uh, on, on Amazon. Yeah. That's the best spot. And I'm going to link to that in, in the show notes so that everybody can, can check it out. And other than your book, do you have any other good book recommendations? Oh man, yeah. I mean, I could go on and on. I uh, I'll give you a few um, or a couple. Uh, a call, you know, I'll give you a couple self-published options because, okay. like, like there's you know, whenever I read a book that's not in the mainstream, you know, that didn't get a big publisher, they don't have a big platform, big audience. I'm always like, man, that's a shame. Like, this is such a good book, you know. And uh, so a couple like that. But if it's a book that everybody's heard of, it's like, yeah, it's not quite as compelling. Um, unless it's the Miracle Morning, tell your friends. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Um, no, but uh, Vision to Reality is one. It's called Vision to Reality by Honoré Corder. It's actually a great kind of follow-up to Miracle Morning, where Miracle Morning is like how to start your day, and Vision to Reality is like, okay, well, how do you organize your time and your day so you can turn your vision into reality, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they follow really well. And then another one, when it comes to finances, it's called The Millionaire Fast Lane by M.J. DeMarco. It's one of my favorite books ever on. Uh, and it's not for the faint of heart. It's not for anybody who, you know, you don't really, like, you have to really be like, I'm willing to be an entrepreneur and create something, you know, or go after my dreams in a way where I can generate lots of income. And that's, you know, it's, it's really, a, the guy that wrote it is really, uh, he just, he speaks his mind and kind of offensive. So that's why I, I like it. I like it. But uh, yeah, you'll enjoy it. So those are, two, those are two good ones. Awesome, man. I'm, I'm writing them down right now. So hold on. Vision to reality, the millionaire fast, millionaire lane. fast lane. Perfect. So if people want to go and learn more information about you, where can they go? 
I'm halelrod.com is, is, you know, the, in fact, I set a new website up, so I'm actually proud of it for the last few months as we were building the new one and I had seen it. I'm like, ah, oh, my old one sucks. It's outdated. <laughs> but yeah, halelrod.com. And then uh, the Miracle Morning community is a Facebook group with over 18,000 positive, like-minded people, and it grows every day. Nice. Uh, I invite everybody to join the Miracle Morning community on Facebook. That is like the, I, I've never seen an online community that is that supportive of each other. It's just, it, it's amazing. Awesome. I'm going to join it right when we get off here, actually. Yeah, Nick, I expect to see you in a minute. <laughs> and uh, one more question for you. So if people are trying to get into this routine, they read your book and and they're struggling with it, what's some what's some advice you have for them? Um, you know, I think that I honestly reread the book, and mm-hmm. I mean that really seriously. I, I'm a, you know, I'm a big believer in the, the importance of repetition. Like when you read something for the first time or you hear something for the first time or you see it for the first time, you're being exposed to it. Like your depth of understanding and how, you know, how much you internalize it is very limited because it's just a, your first exposure. Sure. When, you know, and I've had people, I mean, Robert Kiyosaki is the best example. When he told me he read my book three times, I was like, dude, he practices what he preaches because he talks about that in his books about the importance of, you know, repetition. So, right. um, so the point is the, you know, this is something I would say, don't wait to start it. Like your, you know, your 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 motivation to get started with the Miracle Morning won't be any higher than it is while you're, you know, either right now this moment or while you're reading your book. Right. Um, and I give everybody the encouragement to do the 30 day challenge. You know, that that's I think one of the reasons it's become very sticky for people, like we're meaning it becomes a habit, is because I coach you in one of the last chapters on the psychology of actually changing or starting a habit mm-hmm. in, in a 30 day period of time. And then you write into after that, you go to the chapter on the 30 day challenge so that even if you've never been a morning person your entire life and you've tried everything, um, you know, the miracle morning and there's a, a chapter specifically dedicated to that, that can, that can help you to, uh, overcome that and, and become a morning person and which 70% of our audience did not consider themselves morning people before the book. And now, you know, that all of them are so, man, you can put me in that list too. So nice, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. Don't, don't take my word for it, man. Just listen to Nick. <laughs> Well, awesome, man. Hal, thank you again so much. And for the listeners out there, please do yourself a favor. Excuse me. Pick up a copy of The Miracle Morning. Check them out at halelrod.com. And uh, Hal, thank you so much, man. I really, I really love the book, and it was such an honor and pleasure to have you. All right, brother. Appreciate it, man. The mutual, for sure. Awesome, man. I'll, I'll be talking to you soon. All right, take care. All right, see you. So there you have it, Hal Elrod, and do yourself a favor and check out the Miracle Morning book. It's such an amazing book. And everything that we talked about, there are show notes at drummersresource.com forward slash session one, two, six. Again, if you're digging the podcast, do me a favor and leave a review on iTunes. It helps the visibility of the podcast. It helps people learn about the project, uh, excuse me, the podcast. So if you're a listener, don't be a lurker. <laughs> leave some comments. Do me a fa- just do me that favor at least. Leave some comments. Leave a rating, a review on iTunes. I would really appreciate it. And I'm on all the social channels on Facebook at Drummers Resource. I'm on Instagram at Drummers Resource. On Twitter at Drummers R Source. And until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I love you. I mean it. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace. Peace.